welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll. Slurp it up. I'm Tommy. I'm your dad. And I'm Tim. Vape Lord. We have our first sponsor. What? What? It's Coca-Cola. They have contracted me individually. I guess I should say I have a first sponsor. Um, they're trying to pitch a new slogan, slurp it, slurp it up. Is is this going to be like a Destiny's Child thing where like you get really popular and then live, leave me and Tim in the dust? No, absolutely not. I told them uh, that once I get done with this ad read that, they, that you guys have to like slurp it up Marcus too. if you get famous and leave us in the dust I will drag you I will come out with so much shit about you I will fuck you up Guys this uh, this is what I will royally best fuck for you, the dude. product Come on No Marcus no. how could you do this No <laughs> we agreed never to take a single cent from the podcast individually it was all of us or none of us Exactly I'm, I'm we literally agreed this, on this I'm t- I'm putting all of this back into the company just like the refreshing taste of Coca-Cola vanilla Mmm, slurp it up. Are you gonna? We're actually you, not sponsored by Coca Cola. Are guys. you really gonna do that the whole podcast? What? The... My job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's start off with the submission. All right. Uh, and this one comes from uh, one Steve Driscoll. That's my dad. Thanks, That's Marx's dad. Thanks, Dad. Love you. Thank you. Um, and the question is: a turkey with human legs versus a pilgrim with turkey legs who has the better thanksgiving can i decode this real quick <laughs> yeah because i'm actually a little bit i'm a little confused yeah, about like what so, is what is the context of the thanksgiving i've known my dad for many years now just we go way back yeah um so what i pick up from this is a turkey with human legs versus a pilgrim with with turkey legs um who has the better thanksgiving that is what i said so yes. like in just like in general, you know, like who would have the better Thanksgiving? Like, there's no like. Oh, so like who would who would be able to cook so, better? So is the versus just like it's some literally... really passive aggressive, like, oh, didn't you hear? My son Charles came back home for Thanksgiving, and he's at med school, so he had to take a lot of time off from med school to come see his family. Oh, and, well, and... my son, my son actually uh, is in double med school. All oh, right, so Mr. Take, Pilgrim with turkey legs. Take... You can eat my dick. <laughs> Listen, you turkey with human legs. <laughs> I'm going to eat your dick. I'm going to serve it up on a big platter for all my family to eat yeah, Mr. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, both of you guys, why don't you... Um... Fuck, I dove right into that, and I didn't have anything coming out on the other side. <laughs> you, you dove into an empty pool, dude. I really did. You just conked your head on the concrete. All right, all right. So what are the feats of each of these guys? Turkey with human legs. Um, well, okay. one of them has bird feet, and the other one has human feet. That's a fair analysis. <laughs> uh, turkey with with human legs. Um, I'm going to stretch a little bit. I'm going to reach out. Okay. And we're going to say that turkey with human legs has peak human legs. Runs as fast as Usain Bolt, can squat as much as a man has ever squatted, um, like peak peak performance. Okay, like, then I guess we have to make the pilgrim with turkey legs peak pilgrim. Uh, or no, peak turkey legs. Peak turkey, yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. And not like, we're talking about grass-fed, free-range turkey legs. Organic, baby. Organic turkey legs. We're talking mm, about that that tasty. good turkey legs. Not None of this fucking uh, fattened up horse shit American fucking turkey legs you find in a fucking farm packed together with 20,000 other fucking turkeys. No. We're talking about this turkey. This turkey has lived his whole life, maybe seen one other turkey, <laughs> maybe once a year. Seems They're living stressful. on the lamb. They're having a good time by themselves. Wait, they're on the lamb? They're on a lamb, yes. Uh, Wait, no. (laughs) Oh, so this is very important. Turkey. This is like a turlamin, like a a new Thanksgiving meal. It is very important, Tim, that you distinguish between they're on the lamb and they're on a lamb. Um, Okay, they are on the lamb? From what? Um, from Elaborate. What? Okay, so from what they are on? Okay, so they are on the lamb, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. The lamb is in a lamb, if you know what I mean. As in the turkey, the pilgrim with turkey legs. They're they're con- constantly they're riding a lamb because that's the this is the best way to get around since they have such small legs. So how are they going to get around the kitchen and cook that uh, beautiful potato salad and sweet potato casserole without a lamb to ride upon? That's a fair point. 
There's so the, I think this brings up an important distinction between diving headlong into a bit and diving headlong into a bit into an empty pool and then continuing to swim. <laughs> okay. Commitment, folks. Okay. Anyway. 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 <laughs> so. As far as I'm looking, the pilgrim with turkey legs is doing pretty good right now. Mm-hmm. Does have a lamb. Yeah, he, he, mm. The turkey with human legs, they don't even have arms. Like, how are they going to do anything? Well, like, okay. They just have wings. They, they do have really strong human legs. Can I throw this the at The leg you? is the most important part of the body. The turkey with human legs has mm-hmm. a belt, and around that belt is tied a flock of sheep. Okay. That they pull everywhere. So, uh-huh. but how does this... And they love it like a family. Okay, but can you describe the mechanical advantage this gives them? Yeah, Um, yeah. It's a purely emotional advantage. Oh, damn. So what you're saying is is that... This is a very rigorous emotional battlefield. Yeah. 40 sheeps versus, what, one man on the land? (laughs) Yes. Okay. This turkey can still not not concoct a very good Thanksgiving. What makes you say that? How are they going to do it? Maybe Maybe the lambs... Are really good Lamp. at making sheep? Thanksgiving food. Sheep, Maybe no the sheep. arms. The sheep have got, no arms. He ain't got either. no arms. They have yeah. fucking cloppers. They he, can't do anything. Okay, well he, they can. He ain't got no arms, Marcus. What's he? How's he? How's he gonna fucking stuff a wreck turkey? Wreck on, wreck on, wreck on. Okay, okay. The sheep have telekinesis. This is not okay. This them. now sounds this very heavily weighted in favor of uh, turkey with human legs. and guns. They what? have. They all have a Glock. They keep. Okay, so what you're saying is the turkey the with fuck? human legs feet flock of sheep with guns. Uh, would instead of trying to create their own Thanksgiving, they would first go and uh, kill the pilgrim with turkey legs, and then they would just kind of whip anything up together, and they would just win by default. Got to get that turkey somewhere, baby. Oh, uh, but you would only have the legs. Gotta, yeah, got to get that turkey somewhere, baby. So like, let me let me lay this out for you, Mark. This turkey with you human cook, legs is pretty You cook brutal. a nice dinner for your family at thanksgiving yeah everybody's there okay aunt aunt jemima no another aunt <laughs> aunt aunt deborah drove all the way wait from... i have an aunt deborah i have an aunt deborah too we have to pick well, another aunt, aunt, no aunt that, that works better that works okay, aunt deborah's okay. there and she drove all the way from topeka kansas to come to thanksgiving and you come out with this elaborate thanksgiving dinner and there's only two legs there's like thirty people here. Wait, what's Aunt Deborah gonna do? Aunt Deborah needs. Aunt to Deborah eat. ain't gonna get one leg. You know that cousin Johnny is way too fast, <laughs> and cousin Jeffrey is he's, fucking ravenous. He's a fucking lightning bolt when it comes to food. Okay, can we just go back to the prompt? Because it's not me and my Aunt Deborah and cousin Jeffrey. It's turkey with human legs and his sheep. Okay, and that's all that's gonna be at Thanksgiving. Okay, so. Okay, I want to hear well, how they all just be herbivores. I really, I really want to know how grass? how could the turkey with human legs win when they don't have arms to create the meal? Like what telekinesis, but they can whip it up with their minds. I don't know how you didn't already get there, Tim. See, See I you're actually, just making me want to slurp hold it on down. A second. D- slurp it up. Anyway, okay. <sighs> anyway, all right. I'm taking turkey with human legs and the sheep. Mm, I'm gonna pick pilgrim with turkey legs because. Done. I'm going to say that you cannot, that maybe you can have one sheep with telepathy. Telekinesis, telekinesis I mean. Telekinesis. Uh, but not a flock of them. That's a little bit too powerful. And then also the pilgrim with turkey legs is lamb. Oh, come on. You're nerfing? Yeah, my... I'm, I'm You're nerfing. nerfing the Turk, dude? I'm nerfing the Turk. Uh, then they also the lamb will have telekinesis. <laughs> uh, however, I guess in this context, a sheep would be more powerful than a lamb. You guys are bastards. Tommy, so, what's your Tommy, read your read your question. Okay, so my question uh comes from an image I found through some avenue of social media. I don't actually remember how I stumbled upon this image, but for those of you at home, I'll try and paint you a word picture. Uh the image is a four panel comic and it just says choose your fighter and in the top left it's a picture of two pairs of feet in a stall and there's a gun laying on the tile floor of this public restroom. The second image is uh, a picture of two feet in socks and sandals in a stall, and his denim pants are completely removed and sitting perfectly in front of him as if he had just pulled down his drawers to take a shit. Uh, The third picture is also a picture of two pairs of feet under a stall, but in the part where your junk and your trunk goes, there's a small dog trying to escape, and the final picture is 
also a pair of feet under a stall, but it's a cup of fries and a hamburger just sitting on the fucking tile floor. Who would you choose as your fighter? So is this one of those things that, like, one of them protects you and the other three try to kill you? No, you... Yeah, yeah. I feel actually, like we have to do it like it's, that. Yeah, you pick one, and the other three have to try and okay. take you down. So but you I, have to pick the most powerful one, or else you die. You sent that picture to us. I don't. I. I. I, I chose not to look at it too much because I wanted to take the viewpoint of our viewers or listeners, I should say. Uh huh. Um, in that I can't really see the picture. I don't remember what it really looks like. So could you explain it one more time? Yeah, it's a bathroom man with a gun. Bathroom man in socks and sandals who's not afraid to take off his pants and leave them on the floor like a total power move. Uh, bathroom man who carries his dog in his pants, not in his pocket, in his pants. And bathroom man with a burger on the ground. A bathroom man not afraid to drop his burger on the ground. Honestly, I'm going to have to take uh, bathroom man with dog. I'm taking, I'm taking bathroom man with no shorts. Okay. Really? No shorts? What's he going to do? I don't think you guys are understanding the primal, like, energy that is contained in Bathroom Man that's unafraid to leave his burger on the ground. (laughs) See, I feel like that guy's just fucking gross. I feel like... That guy's a fucking monster. This this prompt appeals to us in such specific ways. (laughs) Yeah? (laughs) I feel like just the sheer force of will it takes to to take off your shorts completely and then shit and then like the way that i imagine this is like walking in on the like opening up the stall door and seeing this from my viewpoint yeah saw the guy with burger and fries fucking gross see the guy with puppy in the in the pants with you know with pup in the pants pup in the pants um, <laughs> this, and i'm thinking this like episode oh, sponsored by pup in the pants and coca-cola slurp it up and the puppy i'm just like oh cute i, see, I walk in and see a guy's shorts strewn aside and he's just taking the fattest shit of his life. I say, damn, that's a man I want on my team. Okay. I say, welcome, welcome to Mark's Corp. You know, honestly, okay, I'm going to have, I, you know? Okay, so I, I'm imagining it this way. The guy with no pants, not only does he have the cojones to not give a fuck, but... They probably don't even fit. They probably don't even fit. Uh, but also, in a battle, this man would be the most limber. He that's has no, no pants containing him. All the others have their pants around their legs, you know? Easy targets. Even the dude what has the gun, like, this dude with no pants shows up, dick out, runs <laughs> up to him. He's not even going to want to grab the gun. He's going to shield his eyes. Yeah. So he, he literally, this man can not only grab the gun, uh, he can... All he has to do is fucking stare down the dog. The dog's on his side now. Because we know this man is a man among men. Yeah, he's, he's a man's it. man. He's a man's man. He's a man without pants. He's yeah. a man without yeah, pants. That's fair. Sh- I've said it once. I'll say it again. Shorts are a limiter. That's the fair. only reason I wear shorts are to contain my power. That's fair. That's fair. It's like your weighted training gear, but it's all in your in your jorts. Yeah. Okay. I under I understand that. I hear, I hear your points. They're very valid. But I just want... You guys to like comprehend the amount of like <laughs> potential energy in a man who is not afraid to just leave his food items hither and yon. I like, think he's just who gross. knows where this burger came from. He may have planted this burger in this stall beforehand, and he's like, "Oh man, I gotta take a shit. Good thing I got my shit and burger in the floor." God, I think this like man's just he plans ahead. This is this is some Batman shitting going on. This man, this man saw the man without Tommy, pants Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. miles away. Whatever kind of logical leap you had to force yourself to do to get from he put his burger and fries on the tile floor to this is a planning man, you would win gold in the mental Olympics. Listen, listen, listen. I don't know if that's a win gold for mental Olympics. I'm thinking maybe bronze. Listen, you guys are trying to tell me that a man running at you naked is more powerful than a man running at you with his junk protected, who also just happens to eat his burgers off the floor. Yes. Yes, that's exactly, exactly what, what we're saying. saying. <laughs> because I, the I man, can't get on. The I man with no pants. I can't get on the no pants train. Listen, the man with no pants, he doesn't not have his junk protected. He knows that he can protect his own junk without the help of trousers. <laughs> it's bait. It's bait. They that's go for the is. willy. He smacks their hand, breaks their neck. Exactly. Okay. And then he says, oh, what's this? Burger on the floor. Mm. <laughs> Oh, well, it's this, a refreshing Coca-Cola. Slurp it up. <laughs> okay, anyway. Uh, okay. All right. Okay. Tommy, can we get a fucking uh, Reddit, please? Yeah, sure. So this question uh, is was posted by user 
Chankins, that's C-H-E-K-I-N-S. How many of the eight inner gates would Plankton have to open to steal the Krabby Patty secret formula? Mike Guy trains Plankton to proficiency with the eight gates technique, but doesn't teach him any other taijutsu or boost his base abilities. On an average day for the Krusty Krab, how many of the eight inner gates would Plankton have to open in order to seal the formula from Mr. Krabs? I'm going to preface this question with, I don't know shit, fuck dick about naruto okay i do except for that this part that the eight gates exists and that's it this is a little bit in my uh realm of specialty uh i'm an avid naruto fan okay tim our our local naruto specialist will descend upon us with his knowledge now here's the thing about the eight gates is that basically uh the first one is kind of uh the i guess the release it's the the gate of opening uh-huh. Um, and that is when you can now use uh, 100% of your human allotted strength. Your brain takes its limiters off, basically. Whoa. That's uh, only on the first gate? Yeah, it's only on the first one. Fuck. And so, and after that, you can use the ability uh, Front Lotus. Basically, just like Rock Lee's and my guy's like moves is kind of like you can unlock each one, I guess, at this point. Uh, and so you get like a pretty good uh, boost in your strength. Uh, and after that, each next one kind of increases your power. I think the next gate uh, increases your physical strength and like it energizes you, like it makes you like like refreshes you. I think. Yeah, that's yeah. that's true. Okay. Uh, uh, I I am not a Naruto expert. Uh, ho- however, I actually do know something about the eight gates. And what it comes down to me is, I'm just gonna skip. To the to the point. Oh no, that's fair. I'm that's gonna be fair. blunt Please with do. you guys. Please do. The final eight, the final gate, gate eight, right. is the gate of death. Right. And if you unlock that one, you will die. Mike guy is the only person who's never died from opening like the eighth gate. Yeah. Um, but he like pretty much fucking died. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I watched I'm that fight sure. on WatchMojo.com. It was really cool. I'm pretty sure he can't. <laughs> God. I'm pretty sure he can't fight after he opened the eighth gate. Like all yeah. of his body just kind of is just like it was incapacitated for good. Like yeah. Um. And here's the thing. In in anime in shonen anime, there's a ton of like power up techniques that increase your power like a billion fold. Yeah. 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 Um. Opening the eighth gate that will kill you only increases your power a hundred times. Okay. Wait a second. That's it's true. All right. It's true. Okay, but still, that's a good bit. It is a good bit. Like to Mike Guy, whew, that is, whew, that's big. Yeah, big boy. Yeah, that's true. But that's... Plankton, small boy, computer wife, eats hologram meatloaf. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hold on a second. But also, I feel like Plankton. Imagine Plankton. Uh, times. Let's say times ten. Let's say ten Planktons. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. put into one. I'm pretty sure he could knock down a wall. You know? No. What? No. Mm, I don't know. I think he would be like. I think 10 Planktons would probably be strength on par with Sp- SpongeBob because we've seen that SpongeBob's pretty weak. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. but I mean. But I, think, but I think we're like, you said that it takes off your brain's limiters. Everybody knows that Sheldon J. Plankton's strongest thing is his brain. That's how he made his computer wife. Oh, that's oh, so how he's, he's that's, that's how he's gotten so close to getting the secret formula in the past. So he's so very limited. So I think he might be using this physical boost in order to unlock his brain potential and use like eight planktons worth of processing power to create the mastermind Ocean's Eleven of stealing the Krabby Patty formula. So what you're saying is he would only need the first one because then he would get like fucking five times smarter. Yeah, and then he'd just fucking, he'd fucking call up George Clooney and be like, you know how you got like three of those movies? Get ready for Ocean's 14, baby, (laughs) in Bikini Bottom. He he calls up um, Don Cheadle. And he's like, he says, you know how you were in Boogie Nights? <laughs> he says, Donnie, it's Plankton. One more night. We're getting the boys back together. God. One more job. This one, and this one will last us the rest of our lives. And Don Cheadle says, just when I think I'm out, they pull me right, right back, back in. in. <laughs> okay, so Plankton definitely only needs one. However, I think, like, to get as far as, I think Plankton would use the first one for the planning stage. Uh, and then once it gets to showdown time, you know, he goes up there. Mr. Krabs thinks that Plankton is like, you know, Plankton's, uh, he's just smart. He can't, he doesn't have any more physical capabilities. Uh, but then Plankton decides to release the rest of the gates. And now he is as powerful as Mr. Krabs. 
and I, they have a head-to-head bloody combat. Ooh. Yeah, all right, I'll take that. Because I was going to say, like, this was my ace in the hole, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> Don't die. I drink too much Coca-Cola. I slurp it up. <laughs> you slurp too much, um, and the Coke slurped back, dude. <laughs> uh, so that one episode where Plankton has all of his... His family, right? Yeah, he has all of his cousins come in. They're like a bunch of like redneck plankton. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like a hundred of them, and yeah, they they still couldn't take the secret formula, but they did defeat Mr. Krabs. They tied him up in a chair, and I'm sure they could have killed him if they wanted to. That's true. Yeah. So I'll I'll take that. Yeah, uh, I'll say that he can. Oh, man, plankton might be able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I think because really I was going it. in this with like no way, but like the whole brain blast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That makes me think he might be able to. So what he? So yeah. okay. So if he had all of his buddies, all of his plankton relatives with him, and he only opened the first gate, he'd be able to do it. I think he would. Yeah. Because yeah. the only reason he didn't get it in that in that episode was because he was too dumb to realize that it was a lie. Like it was a it was a fake. That's yeah. so true. That's so true. All right. Yeah. Cool. Plankton takes it. Nice. Plankton. Uh, I plankton. think he only has to if he has all of his relatives there. I think he only has to open the first gate. Yeah. yeah. If yeah, he yeah. if it's by himself though, I think he has to open all eight. I yeah, think he has to go has all to, the way out. Yeah, he has to, to open try all and eight get the secret so formula. Mr. Krabs, because we know that Mr. Krabs' defense would require him to be able to open the eight gates. Mr. Krabs right. does have a very hard shell, um, unless he managed to get mis- catch Mr. Krabs with the shell off. Oh yeah, like he like he molts once a year. Yeah, like yeah, oh, yeah. God, I f- <sighs> all right. I didn't uh, like that. <laughs> uh, Marcus, do you want to hit us up with the uh, boy? Yep. Ba bum, ba 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 bum. This is when it counts. I said we're done. This is when it counts. Um, so in when it counts, the way this works is, uh, I set up a prompt and then uh, we debate how the underdog could take it from the. Upper dog. Overdog. Yep, overdog. Thank the you, big, Jen. Big dog on top. The up dog. What's hey, uh, up dog? Uh, oh, nothing much. What's up with you? Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, no <laughs> way. Who would win in a fight, Tim versus Marcus Marcus, every time? Fuck. <laughs> um, so in this one, it counts. Man Ray, the evil king of the sea. Okay. Known for his roles in SpongeBob and uh, specifically the episode where Aqua, not Aquaman, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy uh, leave town, and SpongeBob and Patrick have to watch the Aqua Lair, and they unfreeze him, and they go, "Mama, mama, 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 Man oh, yeah, Ray." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, versus, Does he have all of his weapons? Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's actually say, Man Ray has all of the weapons that are on the wall in like the the Aqua Lair. Oh fuck! Including the Orb of Confusion. Mm. Oh no. Um, versus Drake and Josh. How do Drake and Josh <laughs> defeat Man Ray when it counts? Okay, okay. Since Man Ray has all of his weapons, can Drake and Josh have Megan? Um. Mm. Okay, here's what we're going to do. They have contact with Megan. They have okay. access to Megan's room. Ooh. Um, however, Megan herself will not be in, be fighting. Okay. She will not be there to use her equipment or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. ask for her help, and she just calls them some boobs and uh, tells them to fuck off. Well, either that, or if they're in grave danger, Megan will help. Like, that's, okay. I feel like that's a canonical thing. Okay. Cool. Okay. But then if she saves them, she does call them boobs. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah. okay, cool. Now, does this take place underwater? Um, Like, does Man Ray need to Let's say breath underwater? equalized. <laughs> yes, breath equalized. Okay, Thank that's you, fair. Oh, yeah. I don't okay. know they're, if they can do it. They're bre- breath equalized. They locked themselves in a treehouse. Well, to be fair... That was... Drake locked them in the treehouse. <laughs> okay. Hold on a second. Let's, but let's, Josh let him. <laughs> let's think about the Drake and Josh movie, though. Remember, guys? How Ooh. they beat all those bad guys? They did were... take down, like, a, a counterfeiting empire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shit, that's right. Fuck. I feel like they could take Man Ray. They just have to, like, sneak in. Because they were sneaking around that place for a while. Yeah. If mm. they, like, how much time do they have to, pre- to prepare? Ooh. Let's, let's see. Drake and Josh have been planning a heist of the Aqua Lair. Mermalayer. I think that, yeah, the Mermalayer. Okay. Drake and Josh have been planning a heist, a heist of the Mermalayer for six months. Oh, um, dude, what? That's so However, huh? Man Ray knows that they will be arriving a day beforehand. Okay. Oh. Hmm. Ooh, that's tough. I think I gotta give it to Man Ray. Just because, like, two fuckhead teens show up at your house, 
but you've got like all the laser guns and orb of confusion and whatnot so, that you could ever want. So you're saying that you he... could set so many traps for these gooberhead teams. But how? Yeah. But so when, when they just do, do it, when they do beat Man Ray, how do they do it? Yeah, I think they could do it. It's just I don't like know if they even could do it. Damn, dude. Tommy dude. doesn't think they can take him when it counts. Okay, okay. How about this? How about this? Listen to this. So, now Man Ray has a bunch of traps and shit, right? Yeah. However, uh, the man is a little bit stupid, right? Like, he's not the smartest dude. Like, right. I mean, yeah. he and he's easily provoked, too. Yeah. Like, imagine, like, uh, Drake and Josh going in, and then they get some banter going, and then Man Ray is just like, what are these two knuckleheads doing in my, in my well, not my lair, but uh, what are these two guys doing here? You know, and they're just talking, and then they get some banter going, and Man Ray's just like, I went in on this, I'm gonna get angry at you guys, because you're not paying attention to me. And then they start goofing on him, and then he, he just gets embarrassed. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. So you're saying they out-goof him? I think they would have to do it that way, because, like, I mean... Remember how Patrick, like, just really got on Man Ray's nerves whenever it was, like, the license thing? Oh, that's right. I bet Drake could totally license license wallet <laughs> shit yeah, exactly. on Man Ray. And then Josh would just sneak around him, grab a laser gun, blow his fucking head off. Holy shit. That does sound like Josh. That really Josh does. is a murderer? Can I pitch another way that they could win? Or he would drop a weight on his toe. <laughs> <laughs> that's my box of wallets. Um... <laughs> So another way that they could win, okay, and I, I feel like this is like you know pretty good one, right? If I say so myself, okay, okay, is they have access to all the Megan shit. Megan has a supercomputer in her room. Yeah, they download schematics for the Mermelayer. Right? How would they? they have those okay. Hacking. Okay. Um, sure. Josh is smart. He has a supercomputer. He's gonna hack the Mermelayer. Um, they get blueprints for the entire building. They sneak inside, as proven as they can do, and get to that room. What has all the costumes of the Justice League, or the the equivalent of the Justice League? Oh, the, uh, what was that? Ooh. What were they called? Yeah, we're like Misappear and Krakatawa and like... Oh, yeah. Dude, oh, fucking Josh man. would be Krakatawa. That's yeah. what I'm saying, dude. So, like, they have access to all these suits, and they've just, like, stacked them one on top of another. <laughs> God. Oh, so they just, like, put them all on. Yeah, they just put them all on Josh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and... And Drake just distracts him. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. I yeah, think... there's there's a like long extended scene where Drake's like trying to fucking lie to Man Ray about why they're there, while Josh is like comedically trying to slip into the next suit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he does like the. Oh! You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Okay. That's how he would take it. Then that's how they would yeah, take I it. That's, that's, yep. That's that, that's that how they do it. Must be how they do it. I can't see any other way. <laughs> that's how they do it when it counts. Alrighty. Uh, up next, we have a submission. From at Bad Disco Duck on Twitter. Thank you, at Bad Disco Duck. Thanks, Bad Disco Duck. Um, and it is, who would make more money as a drug lord? Scrooge McDuck or Richie Rich? Scrooge McDuck. Every <laughs> fucking time, it's Scrooge McDuck, dude. Dude, I'm, come on, but Richie Rich, dude. I'm taking Richie Rich. Dude, Scrooge McDuck's a ruthless, evil motherfucker. Richie Rich has had everything handed to him from the day he was born. Ooh, Scrooge McDuck... Picked himself up by the bootstraps and pinched every penny he had until he had a big old pile of them that he could swim around in. That's I, true. I also, cannot Scrooge... see Richie Rich beating Scrooge McDuck in a pure drug-fueled evil off. I think Scrooge would also have the help of Huey, Dewey, and Louie. That's true. And you Although know those Richie fuckers Rich, are crackheads. Richie Rich does have like a, doesn't he have like a butler and like a robot or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then he got a bunch of friends in that movie, right? Yeah. Tommy, I agree with you that, like, Scrooge McDuck uh, definitely suits the role of Drug Lord more. Like, mm. 100%, I agree with you on that. However, Scrooge McDuck, his wealth is not infinite. He has a shit dickload of money. Uh-huh. But Richie Rich, like, literally has all the money in the he's whole rich. world. He's rich. Okay. Yeah. He's, he, uh -huh. There is no cap to how much money he has. Uh-huh. And so, like, he can just keep funneling money into his drug empire until it becomes the only one. That's true. Okay, I could see that, but, like, at that point, you're saying, like, he's giving people money when he gives them the drugs. Well, what I'm saying is, until he becomes established, you know what I mean? Oh, so, okay. You gotta I was, spend money to make money, you know what I mean? I was thinking... All right, the, Republican Marcus. <laughs> okay, I was thinking about it, like, this way, like, in that, what Richie Rich, he would go about the way of uh, buying the loyalty of all the local drug lords, 
so that he's oh. the like drug lord drug lord like he's the top dog right yeah who was that fucker who did that irl like rockefeller or some shit what uh, it was somebody oil. somebody who bought out like that's all the oil. oil yeah yeah somebody who bought out like mm. all the local like shit oils yeah something like that oh fucking yeah. no that's the that's the way richie rich would take it yeah. i feel like richie rich also has access he would to, buy like, out all the mom and pop drug lords yeah yeah he would he, he has access to a lot of advisors i'm sure as well yeah um like business wise scrooge mcduck scrooge mcduck is a ruthless motherfucker he would yeah. put up a good fight i feel like he has the help of he'll pop a motherfucker instantly he really would and like honestly if he gets donald duck's help that guy goes crazy man you yep. know that guy sh- fucking smokes meth guaranteed <laughs> yeah. oh absolutely so, so i i think you're right but i don't think richie rich has the business acumen to be able to do that like he's just he's just the dinky dumb kid with like a fuck ton of money but i don't think he has like the knowledge and the know-how to put the money where it counts, you know? But, I mean, and he like, can afford, like, business advisors. Yeah, though. he can afford business advisors. I so, feel like... he's still, like, a seven-year-old kid, and, like, they're gonna be like, Richie, you should pay off this, this guy, and this guy, and this guy. And he's like, oh, I got a fucking, uh, laser gun, uh... <laughs> No, I got a gun that shoots money. Don't sell him short. Okay, okay, Richie okay. But Rich. like Richie Rich never did anything. Like he may be a dinky kid. However, when it comes to money, he knows his shit, man. He knows that he has money. Yeah, exactly. And he okay. knows that if he pays enough money to enough people, he can get whatever the hell he wants. Who would be the better drug lord? Scrooge McDuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would make more money? Richie Rich. Yeah, I can I can agree to that honestly. I think I that... think Scrooge McDuck would be able to invest better. I think he would. Okay, I think Tommy. Scrooge McDuck is the guy Richie Rich would have to hire to get the money that you're okay, so, talking about. And I think that Scrooge McDuck's thirst for money, he would immediately take all the, he would immediately take the payoff from Richie Rich. Ooh. I kinda ooh, yeah. And so yeah. Yep, yep. So Richie Rich would be the drug lord. Scrooge McDuck would be he you know, he'd be the functioning drug lord, but Richie Rich would be the official one. Richie Rich would be the face. Yeah. So instead of instead of being a battle, this has become the world's worst capitalist drug lord team up. <laughs> No, this is the world's best capitalist drug lord. The team best up. worst capitalist drug lord. Like, team up. They would... if I had to have a capitalist overlord, like a new one, um, right? I'd, I'd rather it be Richie Rich. I'd rather it be Richie Rich. He seems yeah. a little nicer. If Scrooge McDuck was my capitalist overlord, he'd be like, "Why are you taking a fifteen-minute break?" And I'd be like, "Cause right. it's the law." And also, he'd be like, "You're fired." Also, yeah. he would cancel Christmas. Yeah, that's probably. true. Oh, he yeah, would. like he did. Yeah, I mean, then it would be all right in until the, end. the until the three ghosts of Richie Rich showed up. Right. Ghost of Richie past, ghost of ghost, goat, goat of Richie present, and then ghost of Richie's future. The goat of Richie the present. Of... <laughs> That's my high concept. <laughs> the goat of Richie present is just a goat that chases you around and tries to munch your coattails. God. <laughs> um, There's a lot of symbolism in it, but yeah. Right. So, guys, I gotta come clean. Coke didn't sponsor this episode. I know. Oh, damn. Does that mean I don't get my Ferrari next episode? I was just. I don't know. I just want to try and impress you guys. Hey, dude. You know what, Marcus? Slurp it up. Thanks, guys. Slurp it up. Yeah, Slurp man. Slurp it up. Slurp it up. Okay. So this one requires a little bit of setup, as do all my questions. Sorry. Okay. Um. So who would win in an aerial dogfight? Uh-huh. A tiny pilot versus a full-size pilot. But imagine the bell curve of pilots. Uh-huh. And then, like, there's the top 1% of pilots, right? Uh-huh. The tiny pilot operates at the top one percent of pilots mm-hmm. like a fighter pilots oh wait yeah. so he's like super skilled is what you're saying yes he he operates at the top one percent of all the most skilled fighter yeah. pilot and the size of himself and his um plane his jet yeah. is uh the size of a paper airplane your average like 11 by what is it 11 by 8 paper airplane 11 yeah, by eight, eight and, and a half. half by 11 thank you uh and the full-size pilot operates at the bottom 10% God. of so fighter he, pilots. He's got a dipshit. He's kind of a dipshit. Damn. See, I think they would both have to be really good, because I think it's better to be a small target. Because, like, once you're that small, you're going to be hard to hit with bullets. That's fair. Like, yeah, you're going to be hard to aim at. But also, also your bullets don't into do shit. Him. No, but, if, but that, like, if you're that small, you just fly in right real close to the, the glass and just and do like a bombing run right on the glass window pane of his but i mean those bullets would do no more than like spitballs because the glass on those shits are is already fucking bullet bullet i mean if you shot a plane with a bb gun like a plane window with a bb gun a couple times all you'd have to do is break the window and then the pilot gets sucked out by the air pressure i don't think they would be strong enough i don't think it's that simple though to like break break they can handle so much pressure also 
uh, the dude with the big plane could just ram into him, yeah. and he wouldn't yeah, take any damage have to, to his see plane. Him. Uh, let's say for the for the sake of this, they each have like GPS tracking on each other. Okay, that's fair. Okay, and it's like really good. Uh, okay. Okay, so as long as I still, I'm still on the, the, I still think the little boy's gonna beat him. I still think the little guy's gonna just tear this motherfucker up. Yeah, I mean, because like, I guess he could just fly around on the back of the top plane and just like keep shooting one part of the plane until he pokes a hole in it, and then everything gets sucked out through the hole okay 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 so the little pilot all he would have to do is fly around the back and then uh jump out of his airplane right as soon as he's about to ram (laughs) into the engine of the other boy and then parachute down he's safe other boy blows up blows up have you you seen what happens when a goose flies into a jet plane oh that's fair that shit goes hard yeah man damn you guys aren't really putting up that much of a fight for full-size pilot yeah i mean the dude's a stupid fucker yeah he's dumb as hell (laughs) That's fair. And everybody knows that in the dogfight, what counts is your brains. You're smart. You're think-noggin. Yeah. yeah. You're think- How could I forget about your think-noggin? You're, you're the the big old ball up there in your head what thinks. Okay, but also, okay, this guy might be a stupid-ass, scumfuck, degenerate bastard who can't fly a fucking plane right. Sure. Uh-huh. But maybe that might be to his advantage because if the other guy... Okay, if the smart dude flies it behind him thinking he's going to go a certain flight pattern he like he logics out all possible flight patterns for him calculates mm. them knows the best possible way to go about this however Dumb the luck. other guy is so stupid that he does something that smart boy would never expect so you're saying that the full size pilot goes for an off meta build yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what you just said the full size pilot gets an asher's tooth yeah <laughs> i think well, okay, the full-size pilot, he could potentially just out-stupid the other guy. Yeah, maybe. you're saying that since the full-size pilot doesn't know fighter jet meta, yeah, uh, that he's going to win. Yeah, like, so I think he would, there's a, I'm not saying he would win, I'm saying he has a chance, because he would do. You're saying he doesn't get 10 out of 10. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think that the full-size pilot could do something so stupid, maybe like 2 or 3 out of 10 times, that he would just get it. Yeah, I think... Because I think the tiny pilot, like, he has the advantage, you know? He's super yeah. smart, small plane. He has tactics he can use to just fuck up the other guy. Even if it is sneaking into the the plane and, like, killing him from the inside and taking over his big plane. Okay. I'm down yeah. with that. I'll take I'll take tiny pilot 7 out of 10. Take nine, tiny pilot 9 out of 10. I'd say, I was going to say eight out, of t- 8 out of 10. Okay. So let's average that to a general 8 out of 10. Uh, Tommy. Yeah. I know you got a boy for us. Yeah. So uh, this is our second Reddit question, um, and it comes from user It's Major Tom, yo, all separated by underscores. And the question is, what is the most public or valuable item Bigfoot could steal undetected? Bigfoot is obviously good at maintaining a low profile. Assuming he really wanted to steal the item at issue, what is the hardest thing he could steal undetected? Assume standard Bigfoot capabilities. Ooh. What? I have an idea, but you guys are just going to make fun of me. Do it. What is it? No. Do it. Is it the Declaration of Independence? No. (laughs) You already said it. You got to say it. Bigfoot could steal the crown jewels. Are you talking about... man. (laughs) Oh. Wait, are you talking about, like, the family jewels, dude? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Tim. Bigfoot could steal my nuts. Bigfoot could steal my nuts any day. Dude, Bigfoot could... No, dude. Uh, Bigfoot okay. could not steal my nuts. My nuts are constantly locked away, dude. Okay, Tim. You, no need to bring your kinks into the podcast. <laughs> I. Anyway. Bigfoot could steal the crown jewels. So are these like... The br- the British crown jewels? Yeah. The one that the Queen of England herself wears? Is yeah. That... Okay. Ooh. Okay. With her tea and crumpets. <laughs> I don't think... I don't... I think he could do it. He would come. He would come into the castle. Uh huh. Okay. He would get past. Night. He would get past the guards because they have the big furry hats. He has a big furry head. Ooh. They'd be like, "Oh, one of the boys." <laughs> <laughs> so he gets in. Uh huh. He hit man's one of them and steals their uniform, and they're like, "Who's that guy?" And he just yeah. turns around and stands up, and they're like, "Oh, it's just, it's just Josh." And then uh, <laughs> it's just Josh. And so uh, he gets inside. Gets inside the castle. Okay. Sees huh? the queen, okay, uh-huh. and he's lo- and she's like, "Oh, it must be time for the weekly cleaning of the crown jewels." And then he says, "Yes, it, it, it be, 
it's really hard to do like broken English in but a in British, British accent. accent. Yeah. yeah. I was I was really excited to see how you Can we take can we take a break real quick and you guys try to do some broken English in a British accent? I don't we don't even need a break for that. You said broken English yeah. in a British accent. Time uh, to clean you? <laughs> uh, it would be uh Clean Jules. Jules clean clean time. It's Jules clean time right now. Give me, give me, me Jules. Me, me Josh. Clean Jules, me did. Me Josh. Uh, give me Jules. I want me, me Jules. Josh, Josh. clean Jules. Family Jules. I mean, uh, crown Jules. <laughs> Josh, clean these nuts. Fuck. Um, yeah, that's how he does it. Uh, okay. Yeah. And the queen I, says, pit, pit, cheerio! I think, I think... Joshua! It, I think it might have to be a little bit more elaborate than that. Just because, like, I think Bigfoot's hiding capability comes from his ability to know, like, the natural landscape. So, I think he would have to wait for the queen to take a trip to the countryside. She does that frequently. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Um, mm. and so, like, the queen's in her car, or, like, it's like the Pope Mobile, but for the queen. The yeah. queen mobile. Yeah. Um, and she's driving, and then all of a sudden, out from the, out from the forest, there's just like a very well placed rock that gets thrown into the the wheel well, and then it just cre- the car careens off to the side, and it's crashed. And of course, the queen doesn't die because it's the queen mobile. It's designed to withstand like a fucking nuclear bomb or something. Right, but she's but without she, her guard at this point. But like the, the, royal be- guard the thing is about gone. Bigfoot is like he's at his most powerful when only one person could see him. That's Everybody true. else in the car is dead. It's That's... just the queen of England. Ooh. Bigfoot walks up. Fucking stone cold motherfucker just walks up, breaks through the window, and one punch grabs the crown off her head and just goes, "No one will ever believe you," and then runs into the forest, never to be seen again. I have another sequence of events. All right, you lay say, it on me. Bigfoot is really good at hiding in the countryside. Mm-hmm. Let me throw this at you real quick. Yeah. What if Bigfoot doesn't hide in the countryside? He hides amongst us. What? Now let me take that a layer deeper. Who is the last person? You would expect to be Bigfoot. Uh, probably Don Cheadle. Or That's no, right. No, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's right. Dwayne the Rock, Don Cheadle Johnson, the Queen of England. Oh, wait. Hold the on. Queen the Queen of England is Bigfoot? That's Have you I'm ever saying. seen him in the same Have place? Have you ever seen him in the same place? I haven't. Go back to the royal wedding. You didn't see Bigfoot fucking mm-hmm. once. Have you ever looked at one of those shaky cam vids and just been like, yep, I see the Queen of England back there? No, because nope. she's not there. She's the Bigfoot. That's why she loves corgis so much. Everyone knows Bigfoot loves corgis. That's it. That's Yep. So all the Bigfoot would have to do, take off his Queen of England mask. Her. Thank you. Take off her Queen of England mask. Yeah. And Crown Jewels. <sighs> that's all hers, Man. baby. That's nuts, Who dude. thought that the crown jewels would be so easy to steal? Fuck! Let me take it one layer deeper. Fuck. Oh, no. I'm already eight layers deep. I... So there was the Queen of England, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Bigfoot killed her a long-ass oh time God. ago. Oh, no. Made a costume of her, has been parading around as the Queen of England just to get the crown jewels. Holy fuck. Holy shit. shit. Marcus, I think if you keep talking, they're just gonna fucking kill you. Bonus round. The entirety of the FBI versus Bigfoot, Dwayne the Rock, Cheadle, Queen of England. Huh? What is it? What is this one entity that can combines the feats of Dwayne the Rock Johnson on screen, Don Cheadle on screen, and the Queen of England both on screen in real life, and Bigfoot into one entity? Versus all of the FBI? Yeah. What, is the F- what are they trying is this to do? Like a, is this like a one-on-one fight, or is this them trying to hunt him down, or her they're down? Trying, they're trying to hunt her down. Okay. And, like, prove to the world that Bigfoot exists. Do they do they have a hunch that the uh, Rock Cheadle Queen is Bigfoot? Rock Cheadle Queenfoot. <laughs> God. <laughs> do they have a hunch that Rock Cheadle Queenfoot is not who they say they are? Oh, they know everything that they that, oh like no. they know everything about rock. They listen Queen to Hood. this podcast and they're like, yeah, How well? fire up the computers. We got some searching to do. Rock Cheeto Queenfoot is also a master of disguise, as we have discussed. Yeah, so they know all previous aliases of Rock Cheeto Queenfoot, but Rock Cheeto Queenfoot could be anyone. Honestly, so, here's the thing: I don't think they would. I don't think they would do anything because 
not only if they tried to release disenfranchising things about the queen they would have all of the uk to deal that with that would start a whole war that literally would start a whole war yeah that would start the revolutionary war too fuck <laughs> like um all because rachito queenfoot couldn't keep his grubby yeah, mitts off the crown jewels they made a whole tv show about that back in the 90s called the x-files <laughs> <laughs> I think we've created too powerful of a being here. I don't think even the FBI could take them <laughs> the on. Rock especially... Cheeto Queenfoot versus the Ruthless Babe. One of these days, Fuck. we're going to have a tournament uh-huh. where it's all of our OCs against mm. each other. Maybe yeah. that, that, that'll that be like a, a big special that we do. That'll be yeah. our anniversary special. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. That'd be a good one. All right. So Rock Cheeto <laughs> Queenfoot takes it. Yep. Uh, Binky? Yeah? Last submission, please. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... So this one uh, is a submission from at McLoudy420 on Twitter. Thanks, at McLoudy420. Thanks, McLoudy. Thanks, McLeod. Fox McLeod. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) And it is, uh, who would win in a spelling bee, Patrick Starr or Carl Weezer? And this is Patrick Starr from SpongeBob and Carl Weasel from Jimmy Neutron. This is a pretty SpongeBob dense episode. Right. Well, I mean, it pervades a lot. Into yeah. like everyday society, I feel yeah. like, especially That's for millennials. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. That's fair. Uh, okay. Yeah, but who would win? I'm gonna take Carl Weezer. I mean, yeah. My thing on this is that while Patrick Starr is a dumb motherfucker, like Carl Weezer would get pretty. I mean, he would get pretty anxious. Yeah. About it, that that boy. I don't think he could really do it. Uh, but Patrick Starr, I feel like he would have uh, tune luck. And you know how, like in every cartoon or thing about a spelling bee. There's always this one character that ends up getting like all those super easy ones, like yeah. dog, cat, yeah. every single time. That's fair. That's yeah, Patrick. That is a pretty common trope. That is Patrick. And like every single time they would be like, uh, Patrick, spell dog. He would be like, uh, could you use it in a sentence? <laughs> and he'd be like, uh, and he would sit there for like 10 fucking minutes before he said it. And then he would say it and they'd be like, correct. And he would move on. Okay. Like, but Carl, like he might get, lo- he might be able to get a little bit into there, but he would get so intimidated by Patrick, dude. He would just That's give fair. up. Yeah. Do you think that Jimmy Neutron would invent a device to help Carl cheat? How morally Ooh. gray is Jimmy Neutron? Very. Um, I think he would invent the device, and then halfway through the spelling bee, it would break on Carl, and Carl would have to finish the rest of the spelling bee on his own merits, thereby learning that the truest, greatest power is believing in yourself. That's fair. That's fair. Or I think Carl might specific, I think he would, like, make a big, like, speech about, like, he'd be like, guys, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Yep, that's what it'd be. He'd be like, I can't, I can't cheat like this, Jim. Jim. (laughs) I can't do it, Jim. Jim, I can't do it. I can't. He looks into the audience, and there's Jimmy's mom, and he goes, Judy. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. And he's like, what would Judy do? That's what the bracelets are for. The bracelets. WWJD bracelets. What would, what Judy, would Judy do? <laughs> <laughs> WWJMD. What would Jimmy's mom do? <laughs> uh, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Carl, he couldn't handle that, dude. Like, unless Patrick... I don't know, unless his, like, tune luck just ran out and he suddenly got, like, I don't know, anti-disestablishmentarianism as yeah. a word. <laughs> like, Well, he... no, see, that's the thing. It's going to be, like, the rule of threes, right? So, right? So, like, um, Patrick gets, like, dog, then gets bat, and then, like, his third word is anti-disestablishmentarianism, and then he's like, oh, I know, and then, like, he spells it right. Yeah, that's true. Oh. Um, wasn't there that one episode of SpongeBob where Patrick got his brain got connected back together and he was actually... Like, really smart? Oh, yeah. That was, like, uh, his... He fell off a cliff, and his head piece came off. Yeah. And another one got plugged in. That's oh. right. Yeah. So... So, it would... Ooh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Then what would happen is... This is what would happen. This is what would happen. So, they would... Patrick would get kind of far by himself, but then I think he would get one wrong, and that would be when Carl has his little moment of just, like, I can't win like this, and then he would get one wrong... Like, because he couldn't do it by himself. And then Patrick would, like, trip down the stairs or something. 
and he would get his brain connected back. He would get super, or his brain like re-disconnected. Re-disconnected. He would get super smart. He would take it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's how it goes. That's how it is. Yeah, I honestly do not think Carl Weezer would be able to handle that. No, also, I don't think so either. I think on the face of it, Carl Weezer takes it, but the more we delve into like character tropes and stuff, Patrick Starr, I think, is yeah. the obvious winner. Because in the end, all Carl can really do, all his feats are surrounded by the massive snot bubbles he can blow and the amount of sweat he can produce. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he was in, ooh, in the, not in X-Men, what was it? The the N-Men. The Inman episode where uh, Carl can like belch super hard, but oh, that's, yeah. that's not nothing in a spelling bee. You can't yeah. spell burp. Yeah, I mean, although if he did spell like burp. spell the whole thing and then like burped in between every one, I think the judges would find that like I think they'd find it pretty cool. I think they would find that annoying. Honestly, Have I think they find it pretty cool. Funny. Him? I mean, I think the audience would find it funny, but I think the ju- there would be one. Okay, most judges would be like, "Oh, that's funny." Then there would be this one super pretentious judge who takes everything way too seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Who would get really annoyed with him? That's true. Yeah. All right, Carl Weezer. Yeah. No, no, no Patrick Starr. What? Sorry. Yeah, Patrick Starr. Fuck. Uh, yeah, just trying to slide it right into the, oh. the wire there, Marcus. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you guys already agreed. <laughs> trying to get those internet points, huh? Lol. All right, boys. That's our last goof. Uh, we want to say a special thanks to our producer, Max Nolan Young, for editing the episode. You can find him on Twitter, at Max N. Young. We'd also like to thank uh, Jess Adams for our cover art. You can find her on Twitter, at AntlerGoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank all of you guys, our listeners, because without all of you, we really would not have a show to put on. We do this all for you guys. I mean, we love doing this, but mm. we love you guys, and we love the input that you give us uh, yeah, and sure. all the submissions you send us in. Uh, and if you would like to send a submission... Uh, please tag us or DM us on Twitter at versus extreme, or you can send us an email at versus extremecast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also find more episodes of versus extreme on Castbox, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, we put out episodes every Tuesday and don't forget to rate review and subscribe on iTunes. Uh, it really helps our algorithms. Um, if you could subscribe on pod, uh, Spotify, that also really helps like any, anything you do that interacts with the content that we put out. Um, gets us pushed up higher in the search algorithms and gets us into the phones and iPads and whatever of everybody else. So um, really also, just to kind of piggyback off that, I haven't gotten an email confirmation yet, but we are uh, in the midst of also being put on Stitcher. So if you're an Ooh. avid Stitcher listener, uh, we'll be on there soon. And if you like this episode, please tell a friend. Uh, we don't pay to advertise the show at all, so word of mouth is the only way that we uh, get, new, get new listeners. And we like to share this with you guys and uh, anyone else who would... I'd uh, like to come on this journey with us. Yeah, we love uh, people listening to our shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other announcements, boys? No. Um, I think that's it. That's it for me. Make sure you keep sending in your submissions yeah. because we love them and they're always yeah, some of the a, greatest goofs. We got yeah. a dick ton this time. We got uh, more than we usually get. This yeah. Time. yeah. It was great. That Thanks, was awesome. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much. Um, all right. I think that's everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. This is Tommy. I'm still your dad. Good night, champ. And this is Tim. I love you.